It's time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the beginning of the 2022 season of Southern Race Week. That's right. It is time to get all the racing action going on across the South and the far beyond. I'm William Barber, a.k.a. WB, and as always, sitting high atop his pit box is none other than the best producer, the man that knows everybody personally and can get them on the show. I'm talking about the man, the myth, the legend. I'm talking about what's going on, what's going on. Hey there, WB. Glad to, uh, glad to be with you again this week for another exciting episode of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, which is available for you every Monday at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And we really appreciate it while you're there. If you subscribe and leave a comment and rate the podcast as well, we really appreciate all your loyal listeners checking out the podcast every Monday, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and get the latest racing information and news all there at our social media platforms, facebook.com slash Southern Race Week. And also, you can follow the show on Twitter at SRW Radio. And uh, William, in fact, speaking about the Facebook page, you've been working a little bit on your sales side. Why don't you tell us about what you got uh, cooking and what you're working on? Man, we're working on uh, the, basically for Atlanta Motor Speedway. We're going to have tickets for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and somebody's going to win tickets to a VIP weekend with pit passes, garage passes, and suite passes to Atlanta Motor Speedway for race weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and you get to see it all. Plus, you're going to have uh, pit road passes plus pre-race concert passes and we have worked out a deal. I'm going to see if we can't finalize it today with Bubba Pollard. Whenever we have him on the race show today, where we give away race tickets to Sonoy Raceway for every race all season long that they have at Sonoy Raceway. So definitely want to stay tuned. Definitely want to follow the uh, Southern Race Week on Facebook and uh, make sure you stay tuned in because and like and share. That's all you have to do. Anytime we post up a contest on Southern Race Week Facebook page is like and share it. And that's it. That's all you have to do. And you could be winning and going to the races for free. Sounds like you've been working hard there, William, on getting those great little uh, uh, deals together. Now, members of the show, let's say, for, uh, for instance, myself, am I eligible to enter into this contest? Uh, you're not eligible to enter in the contest, yeah. but Alfie, you get media passes. And also, uh, talking to Brandon Hutchinson a couple of weeks ago on the program, uh, hopefully we're going to get back to normality before COVID because he's got that peach pit that's going to be open to the infield where they're going to have cornhole. They're going to have they're going to be doing movies. They've got bands they're going to be playing throughout the weekend. So it's really exciting, William, that now kind of this post-COVID situation. People are getting boosted. They're getting their uh, their shots, and uh, and still, and now we're going to be able to have ourselves a full fledged race weekend where you know we're going to have practice. We're going to have qualifying. You really need to take advantage of those tickets because unlike going to other sporting events like baseball, NFL, 
um, you're going to pay a lot cheaper to get into the facility. One thing Brandon said is that kids get in free on Saturday. So, I mean, that's even better right there. You know, you can bring your kids in for free to enjoy a great race at the new AMS. So it's going to be a great time, great race. And, um, hey, again, if you want to try to win, you got to get your name in by following Southern Race Week on Facebook and making sure you like and share the posts that we do about the contests that we have because we're going to have them all the time, all year long. Because anytime we have one of these track presidents on, we milk them for everything we can. That is uh, very much true. That is very true. And uh, also very true is another jam-packed episode, William, of Southern Race. Who do we have? Who do we have, man? Come on. In uh, just a few minutes, you have the opportunity to speak with Bubba Pollard, who had himself a nice uh, weekend last weekend as he picked up a win early here in 2022. So I'm sure you're talking to him about that and breaking that down and what's going on with him in in this uh, this year in racing. Also, I had the opportunity to speak with Raja Karuth, a short track driver who will be racing the Arca Series this year and also will be racing a few races in the Xfinity Series this year. So very excited for Raja Karuth coming off of spectacular 2021 and hopefully it will carry over into 2022. And then we'll wrap things up with Tim Bryant, the main man in charge over at Five Flags Speedway as the SRX Series released their schedule. And guess what? The first race of the season will be held at Five Flags Speedway for the SRX Series. So I'm sure, William, you had the opportunity to speak to him about that and so much more that goes on at a Five Flags Speedway. So that's all coming up for you this week on Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Hey, this is Dennis Dickmeyer, president of Richmond International Raceway, and you are listening to Southern Race Week. Hi, race fans. Welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week right here on your favorite radio station and your favorite podcast location. Wherever you get your favorite podcast, go check us out. Southern Race Week. Every week here on the show, we like to bring in somebody who is a professional, somebody who is getting it done on the track and has a legacy in the works. Ladies and gentlemen, this week, we're talking about the Southern Race Week Driver of the Week, none other than Bubba Pollard. Bubba, welcome back to the show, sir. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, it's, it's good to be back winning. That way that way I can uh, be back on the on the show. Hey, man, you know, you welcome on the show any dang time you want to, brother. I mean, come on now. Come on. You're welcome anytime you want to. Hey, listen, now, let me ask you something. If you are having any choice of racing at any track and winning, what's been the one that's kind of stood out and you're happy to have behind you with a recent win as you talk about your recent win at Crisp? Well, it's this past weekend at, at Crisp Motorsports Park. You know, it's a place I grew up racing. Legend cars, I mean, I cut my teeth there. So uh, we enjoy going back there. You know, it's a good opportunity for a lot of family and friends that don't normally get to watch a race come back and get to watch it this past Saturday night. You know, it was a cold one, but they stuck it out and we were able to, to get us a win. So it was pretty cool to, to go down there a place I, I've, um, I grew up and, and get them and get a victory. Well, I got to tell you, man, I, you know, hated that I wasn't able to make it, but I do have to tell you that I knew there was going to be a good car count, at least as it appeared, as I saw over the, uh, the the days leading up to it, the number of car haulers I saw heading south on 75 through Henry County. Was it as good of a car count as it, as it looked like it was going down the highway? Yeah, they you know, they had a good turnout. You know, they were they run modified, pro late models, super late models, and 
some legend cars and as well as street stock. So, uh, you know, there was a lot of racing going on. They had over 150 race cars, I think. So it was a good turnout. We had just uh, over 25, 28 Super Late Moths. So, you know, some of the best were there. Uh, you had the former Snowball Derby uh, winner and, and a lot of great names around the South here that, that come out and race. And it was a good show. And Ben and everyone at Cordell do a great job. So very thankful to, to have a friendship there. To They help support our racetrack, and, and we support theirs. So it's pretty cool to, to work together. Well, let's talk about that car count on that track because the track's not that big. The track has no outer wall from two to four, basically. So it doesn't take very long, what, maybe one lap for the lead car to be caught up with the back of the pack? Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a short little place. It's actually four tenths. So the racetrack's wide now. It, it's pretty wide. So you can get the racing on there um, pretty good. It makes for good racing. There's multiple grooves that you can run. The racetrack's getting older starting to uh to wear some of the asphalt so it's, it's really made for some great racing but yeah everything happens fast and you gotta be on your toes with a lot of cars and, and lap cars and things like that so it makes it for some great racing you know we actually took the lead earlier in the race from a lap car so everything happens quick and you gotta be on your toes have a good spotter and to make it happen well you know bubba you you, uh, you touched on it just a second ago and i want to go in more into it now you know, you uh, and your family are kind of in the process. Well, you are in the process. You you are taking a track that has a tie to family history and do it exactly kind of how the the Reagan family did with Chris Motorsports Park. They saved that track from basically being torn down, from what I understand. And you know, uh, one of the Reagan uh, Ken Reagan's brother, a banker, basically uh, helped save that track. And now your family. Uh, is now taking and saving Sonora Raceway from ever ending up to be a subdivision. Think how is that going with the uh, the Pollard night? What is it? Just Sonora Raceway, nineteen sixty nine. That's the uh, that's the Instagram page. How is it going uh, for y'all? First season under your belt, and and because now, dude, I done. I'm seeing campgrounds. I'm seeing the Sonora Raceway campground. It's got to be exciting for y'all. It, it really is. You know, it's something that's been a part of our family. I grew up racing over there and grew up watching my dad race. And it is a piece of history. My dad has always wanted to race right back. You know, the timing wasn't quite, you know, where we wanted it right now. But now or never. So we had the opportunity and, and my dad wanted it. And, man, it's turned out to be a lot of work. We have worked um, a lot of hours over there in the last several, uh, last year. And we've had a lot of people that helped us along the ra- way to, to be able to, to run it, to get it off the ground and, and start fresh. And we've learned a lot. We had nothing to go off of. So we've had to learn a lot of different people, you know, dirt racing. It's been years since my dad has been a part of it. So there's a lot of different things that's went on. We had a lot of help. So just can't thank all those people enough. And it's, it's pretty neat to, to be able to come back and work at a racetrack and run a racetrack that we're able to put as a driver some of our ideas and implement them into the racetrack and i think it showed us this year we've had a great turnout uh we've got some big events and um you know we've done a lot of upgrades to the racetrack and uh the facility and we just want to keep it going and continue to build each and every year to make it a family friendly environment that you can bring kids and hopefully one day they can become racers and uh, that's what short track racing is all about so it's been fun a lot of work but we're um we're we're over here working this afternoon, so it's it's never ending, and 
probably wouldn't have it any other way. Well, Bubba, you know, I have to say that in that pursuit to to bring to Sonora Raceway things that is never that the track has never seen in all the years that I've ever been there, have you found that on all the years that you've went from you've raced on the east coast to the west coast, north, south, all parts in between, are there things that you saw or or, or ideas that you picked up at a at an asphalt track or picked up at another track somewhere and said, you know what? That's something we ought to do here. You know, we're always, when we go to new places, they're watching uh, what people are doing because, you know, that's where you learn. People have great ideas nowadays and just ticket sales and things like that at the pit window, moving the lines. You'd be amazed how people want to move in and out there quickly. You know, payout, just different things, the small things that we've taken pride on. That, and, and a few things that we've come up with. We've tried to take some of our knowledge and put it toward the asphalt as well. So uh, it's, it's worked great. There's a lot of different things that we've seen across the country that we've applied to to our racetrack and very thankful to have our opportunities to travel and see those things. So, yeah, there's a lot. There's still a lot to go, still a lot we want to do. Tim and Pat Bryant down in Pensacola, we've, we've um, you know, picked their brains quite a bit uh, to get as much knowledge from them. They, they've had a successful snowball derby. So, you know, the biggest thing that we've, we've tried to do is you know, respect the racer and give the racer what we feel like they need and want. And, um, you know, they're the ones that come put on the show. So we try to support them as much as we can. One of the things that I love is how y'all have taken the haulers and, and given them an area outside of the track that actually has gravel and it has lines painted in so that they, they know where to park and, there's never a, a discussion of, you know, hey, give me some room or whatever else. Everybody's got their designated space, and it's they're not in a mud pit, you know, at that point. I mean, you're going to race in the dirt, let's race in the mud, let's do it on the track, not in the haulers. Yeah, you know, we've tried to, to clean the place up. We've cleared out a lot of extra room over there and hauled in a bunch of gravel and milling to, to make it nice for the racer that they can keep their haulers clean and don't have to do as much work during the week to, to come back and race with us on the the next week so uh things like that we've added trackside parking almost haven't finished all the way around the, the facility we've made a new turn four entrance on the back straight or turn four down the front straightaway entrance that um you know hopefully been able to move our show quicker throughout the night so we can get done by 10 o'clock and you don't have to be here all night so uh there's a lot of different things that we've tried to do in, in the parking you know it, it's really important that everyone parks together and be tight because you never know when you're going to have that 200 plus cars on a night then and you need all the space and all the room you can get so um you know we've had those nights and it's been tough so yeah every little thing like that that can make a difference uh we've been we've been trying bubba pollard on the old uh, food depot hotline here bubba uh let's remind everybody uh where they can find you uh love the uh love following you on instagram and everything but where can people find out more information about you and uh keep keep track of everything you're doing brother yeah we can, you can go on the website at, at bubba pollard 26 and and twitter as well hey this is jamie mcmurray and you're listening to southern race week all right welcome back to this brand new week's edition of southern race week radio for you along the far flung southern race week radio network itself we continue on with this brand new week's edition of southern race week radio along with the southern race week radio podcast and we've got another great guest joining us here on the food depot hotline as we head on over and welcome in driver in the iRacing series as well as arca and part-time this season in the Xfinity Series, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Raja Karoo! Whoa. 
Mr. Carruth, uh, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Southern Racing yeah. Radio. Hopefully you're having yourself a great 2022 so far. Yeah, thanks, Alfred. I appreciate it. And uh, I know for you, 2021 was a great year for you. You've accomplished so many great goals. You won some great awards, uh, won some races. Uh, before we talk about what's going on for you in 2022, as we look back in, at 2021, what for you was that one thing that you really hold as a highlight of uh, 2021? I'll say above all, the highlight of last year was probably our ARCA race at Salem. I think that was probably the highlight of last year just because of how difficult practice was and learning throughout the race and ending up finishing third. So um, it was a great night, and uh, hopefully we'll replicate that this year. And let's talk about 2022 because there's going to be a lot going on for you. You, you are going to be racing the full ARCA schedule, but one of the cool things you're going to be doing this year is you're going to be racing part-time in the Xfinity Series. So tell us about your venture into the Xfinity Series and your thoughts as you get prepared to do a few races for the Xfinity Series. I mean, I'm just ready to my debut with Alpha Prime Racing. I'm grateful for the uh, chance to uh, to go racing, right, in, in the National NASCAR Series. And I hope to just have some quiet and solid runs under the radar and get good press for the good reasons, you know, for performing what I've got and not putting myself in bad spots and whatnot. So for that stuff, I just really want to go under the radar and have solid, quiet runs. And tell us about the deal with Alpha Prime Racing. How did that come about? Did they uh, did they approach you? Did, it, did you approach them? How, how did they find you? Kind of a little bit of both, man. Like, the East races are so spread out, right? And um, it's really hard to get seat time in that, in that series, especially when people I'm racing against are racing super late models and late model stocks, legend cars, Xfinity trucks etc right and so um i really just started exploring more ways to get in the race car and uh tommy had really reached out to me after dover and it kind of just grew from there brad perez helped the relationship build as well and we're speaking with short track driver raja Karuth here on southern race week radio along with the southern race week radio podcast now if you had an opportunity to get into an xfinity car and have an opportunity to take those that take that ride for uh, a few laps and how familiar are you with the the ride that you'll be having in the xfinity series yeah, we had a test in the Xfinity car um, the, a couple of days before the Daytona test in the ARCA car, so learned a lot in, in that stuff, and uh, I feel prepared coming the coming for the uh, my debut at Richmond in April. Now, I know you got a lot going on. You're currently in school right now. You're getting ready for the ARCA series. You're also doing the Monday night racing for the iRacing series. Uh, you've got a lot going on. How, as as you try to get focused for the start of the season, which is coming up here uh, shortly, how you're able to juggle everything that you do and still be able to maintain focus on what you got to get done on the track? Um, I mean, it's just time management is all it comes down to. From uh, making sure I'm doing my homework on time to making sure I'm doing that on time to getting to the shop when I'm supposed to do, or doing my workouts when I'm supposed to, and making sure all my ducks are in a row. Now, you're currently with Rev Racing, helping them out in the ARCA series as well. You're going to be joining them. Uh, have you looked at yourself as a leader and helping these younger kids get their experience and answer their questions of, of you know, what you do here, what you do there, how do you prepare yourself for an event? Uh, do you feel like you found yourself as a veteran of that stable? Definitely see myself as a veteran to them, and uh, I'm going to be there for them for all their questions and uh, any way I can help them, them grow in their, in their careers. And now in an Xfinity series, you're going to be a rookie in that series. You don't know much about what's going on there. And, and as you help these guys in your Rev Racing uh, camp, how are the guys in the Alpha Prime Racing Stable helping you prepare yourself 
for the Xfinity Series? Is there people you're going to to ask questions, to uh, discuss uh, tracks? Uh, is there someone in that stable that's that you kind of look up to as someone who can say, hey, uh, you know, you're you're the guy I'm going to come to for advice and to lean on? Um, man, I mean, I already kind of have my circle of people that I trust and rely upon. So uh, we're just – it honestly won't even be that much different for those races. It, it'll just um, – when we get closer to them, like the week of or weeks leading up to it, we'll just prepare adequately like we do for the ARC stuff, and we'll knock her out the park. And with your season starting off here in a few weeks, you got so much going on. What what for you is your goal? What do you hope to accomplish in 2022? Uh, next year I want to, uh, or this year I guess, I would like to uh, run up front consistently in the ARC stuff. We did that towards the end of last year and want to start off the bat with, with – with doing so and being extremely competitive and um that that's my goal for the arca stuff if, if you run up front you put yourself in the position you're going to win races and so uh, winning races and running up front leads to consistency which leads to competing for and eventually winning a championship so um i mean end game for me is to win the arca driver's championship and, and get max eagle um a, tro- uh, a champion trophy 10 years to the to uh kyle larson's in 2012 so um, that's the goal for the ARCA stuff. And for Xfinity, like I said, I just want to um, run quiet races and, and run smart, not tear stuff up, and get solid top 20s and, and better. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you back on the track there, Raja. If our listeners want to uh, follow you, keep up with your schedule of races and where you're going to be racing at and when, uh, where can they go to keep up with you and your career and all that information? Just hit up uh, rogercruz.com, and uh, it's got all the information there with my social media schedule and everything hey this is mike bagley of motor racing network and sirius xm nascar radio you my friends are listening to southern race week all right ladies and gentlemen welcome back to this edition of southern race week radio and your favorite podcast wherever you're getting your podcast from these days uh, you can find southern race week and if you're looking for all the info on what's going on in motorsports racing especially if it's got four wheels We'd like to bring you up to speed every week. This week, we're going to head on over to the Food Depot hotline and head down to the coast. I'm talking about some place that I'm going to probably be visiting in the month of April. We're going to call it business trip. I'm talking about Five Flag Speedway, none other than Tim Bryant. Tim, welcome (laughs) back to the show, bro. Oh, WB, always good to talk with you. Man, it's great to have you on, you know. I mean, we 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 we're looking at this uh this this race season and we're looking at Five Flag Speedway's uh website and brother, if it, it, it looks like you got more going on than you can shake a stick at cuz man, if it's a swap meet, if it's a whatever, you got it going on, but first, let's talk about this big announcement that you just made and and all the excitement based around this racing action coming your way. Well, I mean, we're, we're, we're really excited. I mean, the speculation was uh, at an all-time high over uh, uh, the 2022 Superstar Racing Experience, i.e. SRX schedule coming out. And uh, uh, we had been on their radar since the inception, and it uh, didn't work out for the opening year last year. But uh, they reached out to us uh, in about September. And we started talking and uh, was able to, to put it all together and the schedule come out Monday morning. And we're excited to be the opening race for SRX here at Five Flags. 
if you're going to be the uh, if you're going to be anything in any series, you want to be the first or the last. So being the first in this series has got to be some great things for you. But let's face it, uh, it's got to be some uh, tensing situations because you don't have a chance to watch somebody else do it and kind of pick up some tips from what not to do uh, before they come to your track. What what, what well, type of track preparations do you do for this race? Well, listen, uh, uh, it, 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 it's a lot. And uh, uh, we had blocked out the entire month of June. June 18th is our date, to be exact. And we have no other racing going on in June, which we had long talked about doing a summer break anyway to give people an opportunity to kind of regroup and maybe even take a family vacation, what have you, while the kids are out of school. So that's the only event we have in June. So we're going to throw everything we have at it, anticipating a a really large crowd, of course, bringing a primetime network broadcast to any event is big for our area. We're uh, we're going to get uh, the entire community behind this race and uh, show people some real hospitality, which we try to do every time they come. So it'll be kind of business as usual, except the lineup will look a little different and the format, of course, will be different. If you just join us here on the old Food Depot hotline here on this edition of Southern Race Week, we've got Tim Bryant from Five Flag Speedway. Tim, you know, home of the Snowball Derby. Now, Tim, you you have a thousands uh, of things that are going to be going on at Five Flag Speedway. You talk about giving your staff a vacation. I mean, when you live in paradise, because my wife and I, you know my wife has been wanting to come down to move in the Gulf Coast. So what does someone who lives in paradise, according to her, this is the question, what does someone that lives in paradise do for a vacation? Well, I mean, there's a lot of staycations going on in our area. It's a, it's a beautiful area, and, of course, we, we certainly like it when people when people visit us. I will tell you today is not Chamber of Commerce weather. It's a little cold and rainy. Uh, but if it was perfect every day, I guess that only happens in maybe maybe Phoenix, Arizona. But uh, uh, we do have somewhat of four different seasons, although uh, our longest season by far is summer. There's no question about that. But uh, we are excited about the 2022 season. We actually have our, you mentioned it earlier, our racers swap meet we do once a year bring all our racers together in a speedway parking lot uh, with an opportunity to buy, sell, and trade with each other. First time ever we're having a, uh, the All-Star Monster Truck Tour is here this weekend, both Saturday and Sunday. And then, of course, we can't wait to get our racing season started. The Arkham Menard Series is coming on uh, uh, March 19th. Uh, we'll open up the night before on March 18th with our local division racing. And then, by the way, you mentioned coming down our way in April, and I sure do wish – WB that it could be April 8th and 9th because we're going to have a humongous Southern Super Series Super Late Model doubleheader Friday night, April 8th, Saturday night, April 9th. A lot of big announcements coming out about that doubleheader weekend here. Two big Super Late Model races, same weekend at the same track. Well, there just might be an alignment of the stars. <laughs> I'm checking my schedule. I hate to pause in, in, in broadcast communication, but it, there just might be an alignment in the stars. Let's remind people where they can go to get all the information to keep up to speed with what all you have going on, man. Well, we just launched a new website at fiveflagspeedway.com. Uh, we're also excited about the Southern Super Series. Uh, 2022 schedule, some big stuff going on there. The Rattler 250 at South Alabama Speedway on, on March 12th for the opening points race there. And then, of course, right there in South Georgia at uh, Watermelon Capital Speedway 
on March 26th with the Spring Nationals for the Southern Super Series, and of course from there back here to Pensacola for that doubleheader I mentioned earlier. So fiveflagspeedway.com, southernsuperseries.com is where all the information is, and uh, we're broadcasting on the Racing America Speed51.tv uh, platform this year, so folks can check us out there as well. And uh, we uh, are, are probably as excited about an upcoming racing season as we've been in recent years. Let me ask you now, because I'm getting some questions here. WB at iHeartMedia.com. I'm getting questions. Uh, is that five, the number five flag speedway, flag speedway, or spelt out five flag speedway? It, it'll work either way. Okay. We have both domain names, so uh, okay. uh, the number five is what we what we uh, put on all of our printed materials. But all it'll right. work either way. Okay. And uh, snowballderby.com also goes to that same web, web web address, by the way. All right, the most busiest racetrack, and a chance for you to be able to get all your advance notice of everything going on at fiveflagspeedway.com. Check it out, Tim Bryant. Man, dude, you, I mean, when do you and your wife have time to rest to do anything? For goodness sakes, man. <laughs> well, you know, uh, that's that's secondary. But you know what? We live we live a fairly normal life. Uh, uh, we got a couple of kids. We took them to the mountains in uh, North Carolina to see snow over the Christmas holidays, by the way. And it was 68 degrees up there. So uh, go figure. <laughs> well, listen, man, uh, we, we too are, uh, trying our adventure in the, uh, mountain range as a matter of fact, uh, in Georgia and North Carolina and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, look, man, you, you go up there and sometimes you win. Sometimes you don't just like when you go to the racetrack. Sometimes you win. That's right. Sometimes you don't. Listen, Tim, we sure do appreciate it, man. And uh, we can't wait to uh, to see all the great racing actions. And uh, Bubba, Bubba Pollard told me to tell you, big hello, and he can't wait to come down there and uh, continue this winning streak he's on to bring it on down to Five Flex Speedway. Man, it's good to see him back in victory lane. And, uh, man, I tell you what, they got a huge sprint car race at Sonoma Raceway this weekend, so we'll be pulling for him up there on that uh, on that event as well. Hey, by the way, looking forward to seeing you April 8th and 9th down here. Make it happen. April 8th and 9th, I'm trying to get my, uh, my, my boss, my, my business manager's attention. And so she will know, uh, we've, we've got to come down that way. And uh, so we, we will see blizzard series now race number one going on April 9th or April 8th and blizzard series race number two going on April 9th. I'm Adam Alexander, part of the NASCAR coverage on Fox sports one. And you're listening to Southern race week. Well, it's about time to wrap up another program of Southern race week. Alfie. You've done it again, man. You've got us all the great people on the show. Well, thank you very much, William. Appreciate it. And thanks to all our great guests uh, for joining us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio. Bubba Pollard, a short track driver extraordinaire from the great state of Georgia, joining us. Also, Raja Karuth, who uh, joined us as well. And thanks as well to Tim Bryant from Five Flags Speedway for talking to us as well. Very excited for him and Five Flags Speedway, the host, the first race of the SRX series in uh, 2022. Very successful in its rookie year last year and looking forward to seeing how the sophomore season of the XRX series uh, will be. So thanks to all those great guests for uh, joining us this week. And if you want to hear those interviews again or listen to any of our previous episodes of the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, all available for you at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Go to the respective uh, site there, search for Southern Race Week, and you'll see all of our great podcasts that are available. You can go by and listen to them again. Uh, you can also subscribe to them 
and then also you can rate them and leave comments as well. So uh, check all of that out on the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, which will be which will be available for you on Monday, William. And uh, as always, we appreciate y'all tuning in. And remember, if you're going to shop for groceries, shop at your neighborhood food depot. And if you're going to go racing, go racing on the short track racing aspect uh, near you. Dirt, asphalt, whatever. Keep the dream alive. And uh, always remember that Southern Race Week will be right back here next week. Same bat time, same bat channel, and same podcast location for your enjoyment. I'm William Barber, a.k.a. WB. I'm Alfie. Until next week, y'all have a great one. And keep liking and sharing all your family, friends, and cousin, neighbors. We'll see you next week. <laughs>